Alright, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have the regular brothers in arms. We have Avery, we have Connor. How we doing, boys? Doing alright. It's a Wednesday, as always. Yeah, we're great. Good week. I feel that. I feel that. Midweek great madness. Week. <coughs> it, is, it is midweek madness. We do have March Madness right, right around the corner, which, thank God, because if I would have had to go another year without March Madness, I would have killed somebody, literally and metaphorically. Um... I did not do such things, so please don't come. Well, thank me, God, please. March Madness happened. Yeah. Um, so right now, as we're speaking, a lot of the conference championship games are going on, um, and so I, I know that we don't kind of we don't cover March Madness in college basketball too much on this show, um, but we talked about last week who your kind of favorites were for who to take the championship. Um, but I want to kind of hear the Cinderella story. Last uh, last couple of years, we had Loyola, Loyola Chicago that kind of shocked the world, kind yeah. of went into I think it was the Elite Eight or Sweet 16. I, I know they went pretty far. Two, they didn't go past that. Um, I, I, I can think of even like Butler. I, I can even think of like Gordon Hayward's Butler like went to the national championship, and they were like a pretty low seed. Um, and so – I, I want to hear your kind of takes. Who do we have as kind of the the Cinderella story of the bracket? And I know more than it wouldn't be a Cinderella story if you knew about it. But who do we kind of have? Shoot, I, mean, I, I, I got to see who makes it first. But so there's go ahead. you got no you got it. There's some preemptive people making it mm-hmm. in. Um, these are from this is the NCAA.com. Um, here are, and here's that same bracket in table form and it looks like we got like Gonzaga versus Prairie or Carolina A&T San Diego, Loyola I think either Syracuse or Southern Utah will make a push. Those are my two guesses. Syracuse is a Cinderella? Yeah. Cinderella. Yeah, they're like 15-8. and eight. They they just beat NC State to go to the third round of the ACC I championship. Thought, I thought Cinderella had to be like a small school. It doesn't have to be Syracuse so got like, like the final four so technically like you a, could technically go like North Carolina would be yeah, like they're not very good because they're not th- I think they're like thirteen and eleven but it seems like they might well, be the first four teams in or something like that UNC Charlotte's at halftime right now to play into the tournament and they're down forty one to twenty six sounds about right hey let's go <laughs> boys have that Niner pride on the line there um, woo I'll go A and T just because my boys go there. So, hell yeah. So, I, I I'm going I'm going with a smaller I am going with an officially smaller school. I'm going with Winthrop. Um Winthrop North Carolina Winthrop? Yeah, Winthrop just won. I think it was like the Big South Championship. Um and I think they went like some astronomically like 23 and 2 or something Jeez. like that. Um and good. so they're coming in, I think, as like a 12th or 13th seed. Um, and usually there's at least one 12th or 13th seed that kind of uh, takes over the tournament. Um, and so I'm going with Winthrop is kind of my team to look out for, for sure. I got dunked on at the YMCA by a Winthrop player like three years ago. Nice, nice. Um, also, apparently, like, App State is making a big push uh, for the tournament. Bump them. Bump them. I think they won the championship, though. I don't though. care. I th- As a UNCC student, alum, graduate, screw App State. Dang. I except, don't e- except everyone that graduated there. They're, they're cool people. Heard. 
Hurt, 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 hurt. We don't respect we don't respect their sports program in this house. No, I feel you. So in the same vein as kind of sports, one of the biggest things that we had to talk about, we have to talk about, is Dak Prescott's one of Dak Prescott's contract. <laughs> I um, told you. One of the largest one of the largest contracts in NFL history. The largest um, signing bonus in NFL history. He also had $123 million guaranteed. guaranteed. Um, I think that the whole figure is I think it's four years, $162 million, um, which averages about 40 and a half a year, um, which is wild. I And I want to hear – I'm going to kind of end with my opinion on it, but do you think this is a good thing for the Cowboys? Do you think that it, mm. it's a bad idea? No, it's good. He's – you had a hair on your eyelash, okay, I and I saw happened. it. Well, I saw it fall into your eye. It scared me. I thought it was a bug. Uh, top ten quarterback in the NFL right now is him, and we see that train isn't moving without him, clearly by this past season with Andy Dalton and two no-name backups starting and playing and not winning games. So, I mean, pay the guy who's your franchise, you know, and – you already paid everybody else other than your quarterback. So, I don't know. I think it was a good move. I don't think they overpaid. Uh, we'll see if it bites them in the butt if they can't, you know, get free agents or people in the future. But they got a solid team right now. They just need to fix their defense and hope Mike McCarthy doesn't screw them. I think it was a good deal. Um, the first the first year of the contract, it's like $22 million cap hit, which is, like, very low. He is getting a lot of guaranteed money, but, like, the way the contract works, it's, like, they can, like, extend his guaranteed money over six years or something, and, like, they can, like, there's, like, a bunch of, Fluctuate like, with, like, yeah, cap stuff. A bun- bunch of backwards magic logic that Jerry does. I also saw today in a tweet that they restructured, like, two or three players today for the Cowboys, and they, like, somehow managed to, like, get even more cap space. Mm. So, I mean, give Jerry props where Jerry does. I mean, Jerry is a cap wizard. He knows what he's doing. Um, I do think that potentially they could have paid him last year and they wouldn't have had to pay him as much. Yeah. Um, and I think Jerry Jones realized that uh, waited a little too long. If I was last year, I would have paid him. Maybe not as much. Um, but maybe um, people are saying the rumors are that Jerry always knows what the next big um, – like a uh, broadcasting rights will be, mm-hmm. and then and that happened with Disney and stuff. Yeah, and he and he knows what's going on. And if there's anyone who knows, like what the next couple caps might be, it's Jerry. So I know everyone's Did supposed to be treated equal, but that man's been in the league forever. He probably man owns the league pretty much at Did this point. Did Did y'all see that the NFL told the teams what the cap is for this year? Yeah, can you one eighty nine? Yeah, one eighty two point five. It's something. It's something is, like that. But it's how like, much is it usually? Well, last year was ni- 193. So, they, so it's about a 10, 10 – a little bit less than a $10 million cap So, like, cap one hit. good player, so $10 million. Everybody who's in cap hell, like, just freaked out. Like, the Saints, they had to release Emmanuel Sanders and Quan Alexander today to free up Buffalo, like $40 million. Uh, let go John Brown. Yep. Uh, the Steelers aren't going to be able to resign everybody. Jared Cook, I think, got released by the Saints as well. He got released, like, two weeks ago. But yeah. Yeah. It's, they were, like, $90 million or something – no, over. they were something astronomically over. Um, but, yeah. So, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. I want to yeah. kind of get my, my thoughts on um, Dak Prescott real quick. Um, I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to be this guy. But I have to be. Um, 
I'm looking at the contract list, and right now you have Patrick Mahomes at 45 mil a year, and you have Dak second with 40 mil. And you could say that it's the evolving of the times. Um, but if I'm going by pure cap alone, if I'm going by pure salary, Dak being paid right below Patrick Mahomes is telling me that he is the second best in the yeah. league based on what he's getting paid. Yeah. And I don't think that that's the case. Um, I think that he's top ten. I don't even know if I would put him in top five. Maybe at his purest form, maybe when he's all ready to go and everything's good, um, maybe. But I don't want to be – so I wouldn't even put him in top ten as is. But let alone he's coming off this ruthless ankle injury. So we don't even know if he's going to come back and be the same Dak that we saw at the, the first – two, three games, however many games he played this year. Um, and so – and I know that the I was the biggest fan of Dak last year. And I said Dak should have got his money before Zeke or before Amari Cooper, before DeMarcus – DeMarcus Lawrence? DeMarcus Ware. Lawrence. Lawrence. I keep getting – Ware used to play for yeah. the Cowboys. Um, it's a lot of people with a lot of names in the NFL. Yeah, for real. Um, but it's just one of those things where the NFL is a business – and, like, yes, you want to pay your quarterback. But I don't think that Dak – we don't even know if Dak's going to be – based on that injury, he's got all the talent in the world. He's got Michael Gallup. He's got uh, – uh, what what's the rookie's name? Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Oh, C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Zeke still. Like, he has all these guys. Um, but because of the injury, like, it's it's – you might come back full force. You might be back better than ever. But you might not you ever know. come back well, the same. My, my question is, what is the other options he has? Andy what Dalton. quarterback? Because you talked, you've talked a lot about how like this is a very stacked quarterback world. There's, there's a lot. A lot of these other quarterbacks would be starting if, if other quarterbacks weren't as good. You tell me the best replacement. Andy Dalton went out there, and you know, yeah, concussion aside, that one was good game. Was brutal. What replacement? I mean, you could draft Mac Jones, but at least you're going. Yes, Dak might be eighty percent of what he was last year, and he still led the league in th- you know yards for. No, and I'm not denying that. I'm not. I I completely understand where you're go- coming from, um, but my biggest thing is you just never know. You just never know like what's going to happen, um, and so I think that you could get a Jameis on like a, a like a league like a veteran minimum deal. Maybe sign him for. Five ten million dollars, mm-hmm. um, which is thirty five million less. I mean, we we just talked about the the cap hit, um, and I'm not saying that that's super concerning to Jerry Jones because Jerry Jones checks don't cramp writing checks. Slide some money under the yeah table. for real, but it's just one of those things where it's like I I just don't know if Dak's worth forty mil because yeah. right now, like I said, he's the num he's the number two. He's getting paid more than Deshaun Watson. He's getting paid more than Russell Wilson. He's getting paid more than Aaron Rodgers. He's getting paid more than all these guys. Um, and what you're telling me by giving him the second most money is that he is the second best quarterback in the league. And for Patrick Mahomes, I think we can all agree that he's the best. But I don't think that Dak is second. Yeah. Do you, if you, since you're a San Francisco fan, would you pay? How much would your team pay Dak Prescott to join the team? I feel like with quarterbacks, they always give them. Like the quarterback market always keeps going up because of who yeah, wants and it to is give them the next precedent. No, and I I completely understand what you're saying of like, um, like 
the the market is evolving. The market's changing. I mean, you look at just a little while ago, you had like Matthew Stafford, which was breaking the bank, and he had like thirty million dollars, and everybody was like, "Oh!" But now it's like Patrick Mahomes is getting forty five million I'm a year. A team, yeah, I'm yeah, for real. Yo, um, we didn't write this down or talk about this, but we never mentioned last week. Uh, Ryan's Fitz, Ryan Fitzpatrick retired. Fitzmagic retired. Fitzmagic retired? I did not I know that. News. That happened over the weekend. Or right after, the day after we recorded. That's wild, actually. Yeah. That yeah, he retired. Send him to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and then uh, Kyle Long. He unretired. Unretired, and yeah. he was a free agent. Yeah, that's Offensive that's lineman. crazy, too. Um, but to answer your question of how the 40, how much the 49ers, I would pay him $30 million. I think that that still puts him at in the top ten. Um, maybe even top 35. I mean, that still puts him in the top four, but he's not getting as much as Deshaun. He's not getting as much as Russell Wilson. He's not getting as much as Patrick Mahomes. How, how much is Jimmy G making? Jimmy G is making uh, right around $27.5 million a year. Yes. Uh, Carson Wentz is making $32 million, and Jacoby Brissett is making $28 million. And Jacoby, and Jacoby Brissett is back up. 28 a yeah, year? Jacoby Brissett yep. is a hero to all Americans. Shoot. That's yeah. crazy. Ben is making 14. Actually, he might be a free agent right now. Because it says he that he's an unrestricted free agent in 2021. And this is 2021. True. Um, so. It's going to be a crazy offseason. It is going to be a crazy offseason. Now, I want to hear there's five major quarterbacks in the NFL draft. And we'll we'll give you I love the NFL draft because we have a mock draft on this show and it's trades and everything included. But right now the big 5 in quarterbacks. I didn't know this. Oh yeah, dude, it's one the of my favorite draft? segments. No, for the first like oh. we do the first 10 every single pick okay. and then like the the big names type okay. thing for the rest of them. Okay. Um, Are we playing but, as our players? As our teams? Huh? No, no. I, I just want, for right now, the NFL episode's going to be later on in oh, April. Okay. Um, but what I want, I'm going to give you the five major quarterbacks in this year's draft class. And I want you, based on kind of what you know about them, you may not know the ins and outs. You may not be a scout, but where would you rank them? One, so, two, five. Yeah, so right now we got Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, and um, gotta get a, get a, we gotta get a name there, list there's, here. There's one more guy. There's one more guy. Well, I'm gonna start. I think that Avery and I can both agree. Trevor, um, Mac Jones, uh, best quarterback. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Trevor Lawrence, I think is obviously number one. Um, I think the wild part is, as long as I've been alive, I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback as universally like accepted as like. Touchdown, Jesus Christ! Yeah, he's going first. Hmm. Like his first year is when he beat when he beat Alabama. His first like year when he played, I think like the wild set to me was like when he lost to Joe Burrow. They were like, "This is the first loss Trevor Lawrence has in his entire college career," and I think to myself like, "That is insanity." I just real quick, and I'm gonna let you get back to your thing. Who did I say? 
So Trey Lance, Mac Trey Jones. Lance, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. Those yeah. are the, those are the five. Yeah. Okay. I for some reason in my head I had four, but I couldn't I couldn't remember. So I think we can agree, Trevor. Oh, for for sure. I think Trevor yeah, Lawrence. Trevor is a lock in my one. Okay, so for sure, for sure, I think we can all agree on that. This is where I might be a little bit different than the rest of you. So, who is your two? Trey Lance, Justin Fields. Wow, I'm really high on Trey Lance. Wow. Okay, um, I'm going with. I'm going with. I was gonna go with Zach. I'm going with Zach Wilson. Um, I think that. He's a Ryan Tannehill type player. Um, I just think he's small. I think he is small. He Russell played it. Wilson at, is small, but still one of the best. He he played at BYU, which is a smaller school. Um, he got his ass kicked by Coastal Carolina when they were like on that prime time regime type thing. Um, but he has all of the tools. Tools. He has a good arm. He's fast. He's mobile. And if we're talking about an NFL system where it kind of that West Coast type offense, I think that a West Coast type team would benefit greatly from him. Um, so, what you said you're really high on Trey Lance. You kind of want to elaborate on that? I just he reminds me so much of Josh Allen, but with more athletic ability. And I know he only played a few games, but out of the five players quarterbacks that I've watched I think he has the potential to be the best but I still think Trevor Lawrence is the best right now I just think Trey could be like a guy you put in a system build around him he'll be a stud in like two years yeah I I went with Justin Fields Um, I feel like he is besides Trevor Lawrence probably the most pro ready quarterback out of all of them Um, I think that's a big deal yeah and he's played against the the best competition in college football I mean he he's he uh, what you really want out of a, a new quarterback is to have a team that's really good. And Ohio, you know, the Ohio State University. You kind of scared me for a second. Um, their defense has always been absolutely phenomenal, and their offense is great. But my, my thing is, Ohio State's always been, in my mind, like a really good defensive unit. You got Chase Young. I think that was – he was from oh, the Ohio State. What was the first round? Chase, Chase, Chase Young was. Yes. Uh, you, know, you have you have a, a lot of your Bosa. I think both Bosa brothers came out of Ohio State. Correct? Yes. Yeah. So really good defensive talent there. You're not really known for like your don't give me that Zeke and all that, but like Plus he's quarterbacks, man. There hasn't been really many Ohio State quarterbacks True. who yeah. have been good. And I think that like J T Barrett. Let's what, go, baby, the best. Cardell Jones. So J T Barrett. I think that if if Dwayne Haskins. Sorry. If there's out of the five, I think Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields might be the only two quarterbacks I can think of that could come off of the bench week one and potentially perform. And I and I have to respect that in terms of like if I'm a team, I'm not drafting in case of this is a prospect. I'm going like if this person can play right now, i.e. like a, a Justin Herbert situation, where it's like your Just numbers come in and be yeah your numbers called right now. I think he'd perform. I could be totally wrong, though. So, you know. But hey, who's your? You said Zach Wilson, right? Was your two? Yeah. So my mine was Zach Wilson. Who's your number three? Justin Fields. Justin. For so same. you have. So you have Zach Wilson four. Correct. If if number four. Actually, no. Mac Jones is my four, and Zach Wilson's my five. That's wild. I have his for my third. What is happening? Zach Wilson is not going to be disrespected like this on the show. I don't think he's better than Mac Jones. We'll get to Mac Jones in a little bit. Um, my number three is going to be Justin Fields as well. Um, I know that I'm kind of keeping it linear because right now, tr- 
everybody's kind of saying in all the mock drafts, Trey, Trey, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. But I do agree with you. Um, the only reason why I'm kind of skeptical is kind of the Ohio State quarterback curse. Um, we've seen a lot of quarterbacks that have been really good in college, but if, especially from Ohio State that just haven't translated well. And it's and I don't know if it's a system thing. I don't know if it's a person thing. I don't know what it is. Um, but I'm kind of hesitant towards Justin Fields. Um, he did, I mean, what he did against Trevor Lawrence in that semifinal game um, against Clemson, like that was impressive. But we saw that he couldn't hold a candle up to the Alabama defense, Alabama team um, in that national championship game. So Justin Fields is my three. Um, I am actually going with, for my four, I'm going with Mac Jones. Um, and Trey Lance is going to be my five. And so the reason why I have Mac Jones instead of Trey Lance is Mac Jones, yes, you got to knock him a little bit because he had probably some of the best talent around him we've ever seen. Um, and he's not going to wow you with I think his he's speed. Like Eli Manning. He, yeah, he, he's not going to wow you with the speed. No. You know what you're going to get. But he is a pocket passer. He is very accurate. And, and yes, that's – may not translate well to the NFL, but if we, we've we seen the Peyton Mannings, the Drew Brees, the Tom Brady's, who have all kind of been super accurate and I mean, get the ball out fast. Even Eli, when he was younger, was very good and very accurate. They went to Super Bowls. Yeah. Now, well, my, go ahead. Um, if, you're gonna, if I'm ranking the rest, who was your first again? My Mine was Trevor Lawrence. Uh Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's my four, and then Mac Jones is five. But my question to you two is this. As a Panthers fan, I've seen a lot of mock drafts change over time. Trevor Lawrence goes to the Jaguars. The Jets don't take a quarterback and potentially keep Sam Darnold, which could happen because Adam Gase is an absolute curse. Um, Then it goes Miami takes a uh, wide receiver. Let me pull up the NFL draft. Because for me – I'm seeing a lot of mock drafts. They're picking a running back if they don't get Aaron Jones. They absolutely need a wide receiver. I, no, I think they're going to get Jamar Chase. They're going to get Jamar Chase. Atlanta, I don't think, will take a quarterback because they still have Matt Ryan. No. We'll see what happens. They're, they're going to get rid of Matt Ryan. I, I truly think that this is going to be the last time we see Matt Ryan in a in a Falcons uniform that's starting on the field. If you're the Panthers, what quarterback do you want? Best, best case. Best case. Deshaun best case. Watson. Deshaun Watson, but if if they're super if they're super set, the Texans are super set. Um, Trey Lance, I I think that Trey Lance is a good spot. You don't think Justin Fields could fall to us? Mm -mm. No, I think I think what's going to happen is, I, I maybe Justin Fields might fall, but I truly believe that three quarterbacks will be taken within the first five or six picks. All right, Um, and then I feel like Trey Lance and. To kind of hit my number five, and I'll let you do your reasoning for your fourth and fifth. Oh, I don't really have a reason. But Trey Lance, to me, I just feel like it's too inexperienced. Um, he's literally played in 17 college games, and he went 16-0 and with North Dakota State in uh, 2019, which is amazing. Um, but he played one game in 2020. And the reason why he only played one game is because North Dakota State, after that one game, said, you know what, we're shutting it down because of COVID. And so if won. we're talking – Huh? They won that game though, right? They did win That's that game. Season. But he but he also but he also threw three interceptions in that game. 
Um, and so I'm not saying that Trey Lance isn't going to be a good quarterback because he has all of the tools. He's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. I mean, he's probably going to run like a 4'5", four, 4'6", four, 40. I mean, he has all the tools to be there. Um, but the only person that I can think of is a fe- that kind of com- comes to mind is a fellow North, Deca- North Dakota Josh State Allen. product, which is not Josh Allen. Oh, it Wentz. is Carson Wentz. And, and I'm not – no, Josh Allen went to Wyoming. Yeah, he did. Um, Same area. And so, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of skeptical of Trey Lance. I feel like if if I'm comparing – if I'm going against Mac Jones, who just won a national title, uh, Justin Fields, who just went to the finals, Zach Wilson, who from everybody's account is a freak athlete, um, I don't know if Trey Lance is that freak athlete that everybody says he is. Um, but – Anybody? I can show you some clips of him running. But I think. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I haven't seen Zach Wilson enough, so I didn't think it'd be fair to rank him over Mac Jones. Yeah. But I did see the Coastal Carolina thing, and that put a bias towards my ranking. So just looking at some of the stuff, looking at the NFL, it goes the top five is Trevor, Zach Wilson to the Jets, Jamar Chase, Trey Lance to Atlanta. Penny Sewell, 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 I think, Kyle Pitts, Mike, Micah Parsons, Justin Fields to the Panthers. I want y'all to know, Kyle Pitts, or yeah, Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida. No, he's a beast. Is literally probably next Gronk, next, next Travis Tony Kelsey. Tony Gonzalez. I think Tony Gonzalez. And I'm. This is hot take, and this is going to be here for hot takes. He is going to be the best once Travis Kelsey and George Kittle kind of fade out. It's going to be him and Darren Waller, which are the way the tight end of the future. That's all I got to say. Like really fast? Really fast, pass catchers. Not great at blocking, but can block. So basically wide receivers. Pretty much. I mean, there is games – Darren Waller had like almost 200 yards at yeah. least three times. Yeah, he won me my fantasy championship. So preach. So also when we're talking about cu- current events, we got to talk about All Star Weekend. Um, Avery, do you want to kind of give it? So we had the dunk contest, three point skills, and the All Star game. Do you want to kind of tell us why you say that it's the dunk well, contest was first, trash? First of all, it was three contestants. Yeah, three nobodies, other than Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin. Cassius Stanley. And something a Fenway. A, F- a Fernie Simmons. Some, okay. I don't even know I, I what team he plays for. He plays for Trailblazers. Okay. He literally only won the dunk contest because Obi missed, like, his first attempt. And his dunk wasn't better. He tried also, to, like, kiss the rim, but he was, like – Also, I want this to be known that Cassius Stanley's first dunk was amazing, and it got, like, a 44. Yeah, he jumped off – the one leg he jumped off – it's insane. It's impossible to do. He did a behind, under the leg dunk, but he put it under the same leg he jumped off of, which is like and, crazy. And they and gave only got him a forty-four, and it was the best. So they're dunk. rigged. This is rigged. Well, it's not like D Wade giving someone a nine. Now I will say this: I did like the the way they f- they did the finals of like you pick one or the other. You don't give them a fifty or a forty-nine or whatever it is. You pick. Do you like? Kasha Stanley or Obi Toppin or the Simmons guy. Yeah, it's because D Wade ruined it last year. Why did everybody say D Wade ruined it? He got like at forty seven last year. So there was like three other people who got gave him nines or two other people that gave him nines other than D Wade. He was like the deciding vote. 
I don't know. I do think I do think that Aaron Gordon has been robbed the last twice. like, yeah, twice. Dude, I don't know Th- when Zach he did. Levine. Zach yeah, he, Levine. He went against Zach Levine twice. Zach Levine was amazing. Like, I personally don't think that what was his name last year? Derek, Derek Jones, Jones Jr. I don't think Derek Jones should have won. Um, but Zach Levine, it was like David – it was like Goliath going against Goliath. Like, it was literally haymaker after haymaker after haymaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I could I could see how he lost to Zach Levine. But how he lost to, to Derek Jones, I feel like, was blasphemous. As Stephen A. Smith would but say. But that three-point shootout was fun. Steph Curry won it. Steph Curry wins his second one. Bro, I'll tell you what. He was going crazy. Do you think, and this is this is highly hypothetical, and say that, and this is the hypothetical of Steph goes for the next ten, ten years, years, nine years, eight years, whatever it is, and he long gone breaks the three point. He's already record. the best shooter of all time. Is he, do you think that that record will ever be broken? I don't know how because we've never seen anybody like Steph. Who can just pull up from anywhere, bro? He had, I think he has like the top three, like three pointers in a season, like of all time. He's only like a few hundred away from Ray. Yeah, and I think he's like Reggie Miller, one of the two. No, it's Ray. Yeah. Um, and I think that he's like, what? What is Steph like? Thirty? Thirty? He's like thirty-three or thirty-two. But still, I mean, he's no, he's like no, he's thirty-one. And it's not like he's a LeBron James or somebody who's – He could just keep shooting forever. Yeah, it, it's not like he – it requires a lot of physicality to, like, go against these guys. But go ahead. I think that you might see it get broken because I think Steph has brought on a new wave of fans who will try to imitate him. And that is the biggest form of flattery. So seeing someone basically go, I could make it rain anywhere on the court – you're going to see kids start imitating his style and imitating how he plays. Um, maybe you won't get as good. Maybe they'll never get there. Like, people want to play like LeBron. But LeBron is, like, one of those humans where I go, like, that's a one in a billion babies right there that's going to be a LeBron. But for Steph with shooting, maybe. Maybe. Because I think shooting records are always clo- are the, always the ones I can imagine getting broken because I think it's not, like, the easiest one. But it's the one that makes sense to me. You know, most points scored before, like, you know, youngest player to ever score a 1,000 points. That's hard to do these days. But shooting is one of those things where, like, basketball's only getting more and more and more. They, of don't, like a, they shoot a lot more. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like I'm going to stand in the paint for 30 minutes and, and do some twos. It's like yeah. Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. But the greatest. Back to the, uh, the All-Star weekend. The um, Skills Challenge, DeMontis, Sabonis beat Luka. In the final round, I, I didn't think really it was in the first it. round because he, because I'm pretty sure he beat the magic guy, the magic big man. I just know he beat Luca. For the he win. did beat Luca, and Luca yeah. was like salty, low key, low key. No? I don't know, high key. People expect a Luca to win it because he's the most skilled right now or whatever. But then, uh, All Star game was crazy. Team LeBron slapped Team Duran around. Like apparently, apparently LeBron. When he gets retired, he's going to be the best coach of all time because apparently he's like drafted the, best the winning team teams. four years in a row. 
um, which he had, is wild. He, he beat Giannis on his team. Giannis went for 35 points, 15 for 15 shooting. Like, did not miss. Yeah, he won the MVP, and he's the first player ever, I think, to win MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and All-Star MVP. No, it was it – was, um, Michael Jordan did it. The first and, player since Mike. And there was there was one other person, but I can't remember who it was. But, yes. Yeah. All right, so. He's a beast. Stupid, stupid, good. Imagine if – you know what LeBron's second calling should be? GM. He said right. he wanted to be. So, I – so, here's – I love Sporkle quizzes. Sporkle. Sporkle is – We're not sponsored. Yeah, we are not sponsored. Shout out to y'all, though. Yeah. So, we are going to – and wh- how you play it is we have – 20 names. Have some breaking news. Uh, Charlotte is uh, only down by six points right now to UTSA. Yes, sir. So They came back. Yes, sir. Just for uh, me to cry when they lose. Heard. So, right now, the, logo on this the, the question is, can you name every NBA All-Star Game MVP since 2000? The good news about this is, if you put LeBron James in here, he might come up for three different ones. So, and it gives you the hint of the year and the team. So, just start naming people that you want me to put in this. I know Kobe won it like three times. So, Kobe is on there four times. He won it in 2002, 2007, 2009, 2002. and 2011. Oh. Got to put LeBron. He won it three times. He won it in 2018, 2008, and 2006. Kyrie got it twice. Kyrie got it once, once and that yeah. was in 2014. I'm sure Giannis has won this once. He won it this past weekend. They, they yeah. don't have two thousand. They don't have him 21. on here. So 2012 or 2020 was okay. the latest one. Didn't Kevin Durant win it once? We, I can just hold on. I don't know how this would have been nice to Durant. You want me to spell Durant? You look it up. <laughs> so Kevin Durant had won it twice in 2019 and 2012. Shaq Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade won it in yeah. 2010. Allen Iverson won it in like one, I think. Allen Iverson won it tw- twice in 2001 and 2005. Boy, I don't know how I knew that. So we have two. Is O'Neal in here? Shaq should be like 2000. O'Neal? So Shaquille O'Neal won it in 2004 and 2000. So we only need one more, and I think it's – Hold on. Is it so 2020? I'm, you, if you want to get – so we have – no, we still have more on the 2010 upward. Um, but we have everybody from 2000 to 2009 because I just put Shaq on there and Kevin Garnett. Okay. So. Anything's possible. Oh, Chris Paul. Yeah, uh, Chris Paul won. Chris Paul won it in 2013. Um, we have two. Oh, I, I see the teams. What's the team? So the teams are Clippers in 2020. Pelicans in 2017. Hold on. 2017 Pelicans. 2016-2015 is the Thunder. Okay, so Russell Westbrook went back-to-back in 15 and 16. Okay. And then uh, – Would it be um, – who's on the who's on the um, Lakers now that's – Anthony Davis won the Pelicans yeah, that's, one. Yeah, that's your 
And Kawhi won 2020. Yeah. Good job, boys. We 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 got them all. What? Oh, hey. All. Okay, look at us. So, just for the people who were who are keeping track at home, Shaquille O'Neal won it in 2000. 2001 was Allen Iverson. 2002 Kobe Bryant. 2003 Kevin Garnett. Shaq won in 2004. Allen Iverson won it again in 2005. LeBron won in 2006. Kobe won it again in 2007. LeBron won it again in 2008. Kobe won it again in 2009. Um, D Wade won it in 2010. Kobe won it again in 2011. Kobe's the uh, best. Ke- Kevin Durant won it in 2012. Chris Paul won it in 2013. Kyrie won it in 2014. Russell Westbrook went back to back and went in 2015 and 2016. That's when it was in Charlotte, right? 2016. I think that was in 2017 because remember oh, they the, had the, the bathroom situation. Yeah. Um, Anthony Davis won it in 2017. LeBron won it again in 2018. KD won in 2019, and then Kawhi Leonard, you and now Giannis Antetokounmpo. We were robbed of a Kobe versus LeBron finals. Not robbed of, just it would have been really cool to see them two in their primes. It would have. It would have. I mean, but I would have loved to see Kobe versus Michael in the finals. Have that Shaq and Kobe versus team versus the Bulls, Bulls Scotty and Michael. Uh, that's that GM's fault. Could have got that. So, here's the legit question. And this, I know we're kind of going off script because I do have two truths and a lie. That's fine. And we have NBA midseason awards. But who is the best? And I saw this on, I saw this on First Take or something today. Who is the best trio in NBA history? So, I'll give you some of the names. You have Magic Johnson, Kareem, and James Worthy. You have... Tim Duncan, Manu, Tony Parker. You have KD, Clay, and Steph. You have Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, LeBron. You have um, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman. Those were the top Paul, five. Paul Pierce, KG, Rajon Rondo. That, that's Ryan, also – so who would you say is the number one? So I'm going so I'll kind of start us off on this one. It's tough. I'm going on based on sheer talent alone. And this is going to be blasphemous. But I'm going with Clay, Steph and KD. And here's the reason why. Well, the on, that when they were together, that is the only trio that averaged 20 points a game. Out of the whole everybody else. And yes, they weren't as as long as the the Manu, the Tony Parker, the Tim Duncan, everything like that. But Katie, we're talking about a once in a generation score, one of the best of all time. Steph was one of the best of all time, best shooter and arguably of all time. Um, and you also got Clay Thompson, who is one of the best three three point shooters was the one of the few people who could put 60 up in three quarters with, which is why with two dribbles yeah so um i'm going with i'm going in i know that if we put three on three i See, think that my team would probably I, lose i but. know you got kd but that big three is really draymond clay and stuff but I get what you're saying but 
Yeah, yeah no. I would take KD over Draymond. I'm just talking about for sure the actual trio yeah. is them three. But oh, we're KD. not going to talk about uh, LeBron James, Kyrie, and uh, Jordan Love here. No, um, Jordan Kevin Love. Love. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. Uh, Jordan Love is the backup quarterback for the Packers. <laughs> I would like to think. I mean, to be honest, I probably have to go Michael, Scotty, and yeah. and, and Dennis Robin only because that's the only big three to only win everything. I mean, every other big three I has got lost. But that's the only big three I know of that's just like – And it has the goat on it. I mean, like, if – yeah, I mean, Le- I think that if you – One of the goats. If if you if you maybe – I mean, LeBron and, and – Larry and Bird isn't the goat? <laughs> no, Dad, he is not the goat. Um, with LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, I mean, they were great, but I think at the same time they were like – the inexperience in being young for some of them kind of – well, young for basketball. Huh, young? D-Wade already won a title. I know, but, like, I don't think there was as much of, like, this, like. They only did win two championships yeah. out of the four years they were together. Still, they were dominant. So they lost it, to the Mavericks. That's lost mine. That Miami team is mine. The Miami. So, do you want me to tell you what they had on the list? Number one. They were last. They. So, they had, like, a couple on the list. Um, on, They had people who weren't, like, Kobe, Kobe, Shaq, and, like, Derek Fisher. But it was like bless Derek Fisher. Der- Derek Fisher. Um, so number one, they had Kareem, Kareem Magic, and James Wor- That'd be Worley, my number two. Worthy. Um, number two, they had the Spurs, Manu, Tony, and Tim. That's fair. They won five championships, right? Th- they won championships. Um, number three, they had the Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen. Number four, they had my people, KD. Steph and, and, and then they had the Heat. Um, KD, Steph, and Clay, and then number five. See, yes, they you had. You put the, the heat, heat there. It's fair since they underperformed with how good they were. Yeah, but I still think those three individuals versus the other three would win. Yeah. Well, I think it's like I don't know Dennis Rodman. That's a deep I'd still take Prime D Wade and LeBron and Chris Bosh over any of those teams. I don't, I don't know, know if I can agree with that. that. I well. I maybe not against the Lakers one, but no, I'm taking I'm taking I'm taking Scotty, Michael, and, and Dennis I Rodman. Think, I think in a in a pure vacuum, which we Le- could see this happen. Well, you know, okay? Question mark. Yeah. With true, with technology advancing the way it is, we'll clone those guys. We'll get them to play. Um, I hope not. Actually, <laughs> bro, do we want to simulate this? Let's do we it. Could, we could simulate this. Let's do it. Well, not right now. A three-on-three three black. Yeah, we just take the podcast set up <laughs> to our rooms to play. I think I think in a pure vacuum, I would say that LeBron is probably the most talented player out of all of them. Then he goes Michael. Um, <laughs> like, if I said it, if I was like, I'm picking if, – if I gave you that entire list of players and I go, I need you to build a championship team out of these, who are you taking? I'm probably going to grab LeBron first. But I do think that like Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, and Michael Jordan is the most well-rounded team out of all of that. Yeah, you got yeah. a rebounding specialist, a defensive monster. You, you have know. Scottie Pippen, like this dude who's good at everything, and then you have Michael Jordan on top of that, which is just icing on a cake at that point. Yeah. So speaking of the speaking of KD, um, we've got to talk about one of the other big things that happened this week of Blake Griffin getting a they buyout from the Pistons um, and signing a, a league minimum, a veteran minimum with the Nets. They better um, win. Do they 
are they now the favorites for the title? Are they the favorites over I, the Lakers? I think they've been favorites since the get go, but they always got to give the nod to the reigning champs. Yeah, I think I don't. Blake Griffin's not what he used to be. I haven't seen this man jump in like a year. He's just takes jumper. Well, I said he could, didn't jump, but you get what I'm saying. He's not dunking on people or anything. Yeah, anymore. he's, he's like not a, Lob City Blake. He's Griffin. like a. It's like a shooter slash playmaker type yeah. person now, yeah. and he's not bad. He was good on the Pistons. Still last multiple year. time All Star. Yeah, he's still like a great player, but he's kind of a shell of his former self. I but mean, you think he's dude, not going to start? Do you think? Yeah, he will. Yeah. So it'll be him, DeAndre, and them. They got a crazy team now, dude. That's what I was about to say. You have you have James Harden at the one, Kyrie at the two, See, KD at the three. Blake at the four, DeAndre Jordan at the five. See, it's crazy. I just I don't like it when superstars team up like this. Yeah, yeah. I but I, I want to give them a nod. They'll probably go to the finals for sure. I still think Milwaukee is good enough to compete with them, but who knows if they'll be? I, I know you don't like Milwaukee, but yeah. I think defensively they have the talent to no for edge sure. them out. But I don't know. The East is unpredictable. But I I I'm rambling at this point. I just I hate it when superstars team up like this. But it makes sense for Blake because you're not that guy anymore. You can ring chase. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you've made so much money that, like, you're fine. You, you're, you're okay with making $2 million. Yeah. Like, Plus that's still much. Yeah. He's still got endorsements. And he's, like, a comedian and actor part-time. So, yeah. it's like, he's good. Bro, have y'all seen it? Have you seen him in the roast? The roast yeah, he's battles? hilarious. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's really good. So, we're talking about the NBA. Um, and because of the All-Star, this was the All-Star weekend, I want to kind of get your take about some mid-season awards. Okay. Um, and so right now, who would be your MVP if if the league, if jo- everything ended right now? JoJo. Joel Embiid? Yeah. That was actually going to be my pick as well. He's killing it. I would probably have to give it to Joel. I mean, he's just been to – I mean, if it stopped right now, Joel's going to win. The only person who is competing with him right now is, like, Jokic because he's almost averaging a triple-double, but just not as many points or rebounds. Yeah. Brad- Bradley Beal has a lot of points. Um, I yeah. think I think LeBron is still always – He's always. always in the conversation all he, the time. He does everything. Yeah. So, right now, who is your defensive player of the year? Probably Giannis. Okay. I was going to go with Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert for me. I know he's not – I mean, we're talking about he's an integral part of the most dominant team right now, um, being the Jazz, the best team right oh. now. I'll say my – So I'll draw this. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go Rudy Gobert. Um, rookie of the year. LaMelo. LaMelo. LaMelo, yeah. That's yeah, for sure. Who is your coach of the year? Tom Thibodeau. He's with the Knicks? Yeah. Right now I'd put Yeah, Tom that's Thibodeau. actually a really good one. I wasn't thinking about that one. Him or um, Steve Nash? Steve Nash, yeah. No, Steve he's Nash is like, not. No, he's kind of <laughs> like Steve Kerr, bro. He got handed the keys. To yeah, a great for team. real, for real. I'm hating. He he should be up there for how good they're doing. I didn't mean to shot shoot down your idea. I can't have no love these guys. <laughs> no, no, I love you, Connor. So right now, who is your most improved player? Yeah, Julius Randle. Oh, that's a good one. Sure. That's a good one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, Julius Randle, for sure. Blake Griffin. I'm just kidding. Blake Griffin, <laughs> yes. Um, Comeback player. Bro, Julius Randle was on the like the Lakers with Kobe. And Kyle Kuzma and Lonzo. They they really changed. 
They really did. And I would have to say Jordan Clarkson is sixth man of the year. Yeah, off the jet, off the bench, off the Jazz. He's, I think he's the only one that's been like unanimous in all the like all of those stats, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. What about comeback player? They do that in the NBA. It'd be KD, right? That's our own. I can't yeah. deal with this award. KD is your comeback player in the NBA. Yep, I'm for it. Yeah. Did y'all Coming see uh, Myers Leonard? Anti-Semitic comment. Said a racial slur playing Warzone. So imagine anti-Semitic being slur, not racial. Yes. Oh, my bad. Yes. My we bad. have to be correct in I our don't, news. Don't say it on the podcast, but, like, what did he say? I don't know. Uh, I haven't been able to see the it. The only thing that I've been able to see, it, it was two words or whatever, but it was like a I nickname have, he didn't know. I have no idea. Everything's been blocked out, and I go, like, they're doing a good job. I have no idea. Well, imagine being a 13-year-old that sniped him and ended his career, literally. <laughs> Well, I did see Julie, Julian Edelman did reach out to him and was just like, hey, let's Yeah, I saw that open letter. Is Julian Edelman Jewish? Yes, he, he is. Yes. I think it's not as bad as – I don't uh, think he's, like, as openly – he's not, like, wearing his, you know, the, the cap and all that. But, yeah, he's Jewish. I don't think it's as bad as uh, the Deshaun Jackson one. Whatever it is, it starts with a K and ends with an E. I know what he said. Is it bad? It flies, it flies in the sky, I think, is what it's. Oh, it sounds like that. Yeah. yeah. It is. I mean, let's be honest. In terms of ra- in terms of slurs, your using the N-word is up there as the magnum opus of things you absolutely cannot say. Magnum opus. This uh, one is? No, but I would say below that would probably be anti-Semitism. It's probably the second largest, like, his hated his, group in America. His apology was, I am deeply sorry for using anti-Semitic slur during live stream yesterday. Well, I didn't know what the word meant at the time. My ignorance about its history and offensive it is to the Jewish community is absolutely not wrong. An excuse, and I was just wrong. I, I do think it's kind of weird that he knew the word. Those aren't like these aren't the words meant. that are usually thrown around. I, I don't know. I've never heard of it. Well, I have for reasons, but it means one of those things. <laughs> um, for reasons. I'm not getting super deep in it right now. No, you're good. But I do think that like it is weird that like it is a word that you don't hear very often. Like if I told you to t- like. There's slurs for like Hispanics. There's slurs for Italians. There's slurs for slurs for everyone. Span- like you know, English, French, all this stuff. How did if you didn't know what it was? Where are you throwing this word around at? Like that's or like why are you saying like it? if you listen if you if you lived in a vacuum and you heard rappers drop the n word, that's one of the words that like is big no no. But you hear sometimes. Yeah, it's like I'm just amazed that he, like he used that one. I was like, where are you hearing these words at? Where are you? D- like it's like all of a sudden if I came out for a Do slur for like Koreans, and you're like, Connor, where'd you learn this word? Do the Heat have any Jewish players? I don't know. That suck if you pissed them off. But I know they suspended him. I don't know how long for. Dang. But yeah. Well, they don't play with that stuff. So we got two more things. Um, since yesterday was International Women's Day, shout out women. Let's what, go. What we want to do is we want to do a Mount Rushmore of women athletes. All right. Um, and we can overlap if we want. Um, this isn't like a draft, but who would be your Mount Rushmore of women? We all have to agree Serena Williams is on this. Yeah, that was oh, Serena Williams. Williams. I sure. think she's Simone Biles. Simone Biles is a good one. Oh, so on mine went Sue Bird. Oh, Sue Bird, okay. And what's that girl's name? I hope I don't get canceled for not knowing women athletes. I think the lady <laughs> who took the American team to three times 
Uh, let me get her name really quick. I believe it's one sec. I want to say it right. Alex. It's not Alex. Alex Morgan. Said Alex Morgan. Isn't she the USA soccer camp? player? Yeah. yeah. Who's yes. Like, she has like the the Megan like Rap. Megan Rap. Rapinoe is another one that's on that team. Yeah. Yeah. Reg- Megan Rapinoe was up there. Um, Rapinoe. <laughs> so I'll I'll do mine. Um, I'm going with Serena Williams. I'm actually going to put two in one because you have to talk about them in the in the same vein. Carrie Walsh Jennings and Misty May Trainer. They're the uh, volleyball players. Yeah. Volleyball players. Oh yeah, I uh, remember them. Um, I didn't mean that like that. Yeah, you did. I, say no, I it didn't mean weird. it that way. They were. The we're gonna get canceled they like Miles Leonard. No. <laughs> they were the doubles girls. Yes. And they kicked butt. Um, I'm yes, going they were, they were Pat great. Summit, number three. Oh yeah. And then, who do I want as my fourth? I got so many good ones. Me. No. No. Oh, Katie Ledecky. That's that's my fourth. Swimmer. My, mine was Serena, Sue Bird, Simone Biles. I don't really know a fourth that I would put up there. I sound terrible. There's Katie Ledecky, sure. um, Alyssa, Allison Felix. Who was that girl swimmer that was really good? Katie Ledecky. Oh, that's who I had in my mind. I didn't know her name. Katie Ledecky. There we go. Um, if I had to choose, I'm I would probably terrible. go a bit of history, uh, Nadia. Uh, I always pronounce her name wrong. But she's the first female to get a ten in the gymnastic Olympics. Like she was like what's, the first one. What's to get the, the girl who like tore ACL and like still she stuck the absolutely is. stuck the landing? Don't know. But she's awesome. Uh, also, shout out my honorable mention, Lindsey Vaughn. You know, sh- great. Sure. Great Mag- one. Megan Rapinoe's got to be on there for Danica Patrick. <laughs> You know, Danica Patrick, Patrick is probably, yeah, you could put her She was a good racer. She did break the barrier for, like, women in NASCAR. Like, she was, like, the second one. She was not great in NASCAR, but. Serena Williams is up there. Serena's number one, right? Like, right? I think yes. she's the best yes. female athlete. Yes. Yeah, I think that she's got, I think, if you're going, like, a best American athlete, I think Serena Williams has got to be in, like, the argument of, like, the best. So, this is a major callback. But what do we feel – what do we feel about the Vanderbilt girl? Uh, the kicker? Yeah. I thought it was Purdue. No, it was – no, it was Vanderbilt. What do we think? Uh, um, she was – she did her job. Sarah Fuller. So, here's the thing, and I'm going to get canceled for this, but we all knew it was coming. Oh, buddy. I think that it's great that she broke down the barrier. And I think that – if I'm not saying it's okay, we won't. Care this is you. this is gonna sound bad. You should just say it. Just and say then, it. Just and say then it. Explain it. I don't think she was that good. <gasps> she missed like three extra points oh my that were like 15 yards away. Well, they were down by 50 anyways. It, but still, <laughs> and the, she got like the SEC Special Teams Player of the Week. Or something like that. And it's like, yes, there's historical significance for that. But it's one of those things where it's like, bro, like, if, no don't knows. get me wrong. If she could, if she was the best. Give it to and her. Give it to her. Um, but I don't think that we should just give it to her just because of the historical significance. Because I don't, I, I personally don't think that's right. Um, yeah. And I and I know why they gave it to her. I mean, she's the first woman to play in college football. Um, I think that's great. But 
And if she truly deserved it, if she's the best, if she's the best kicker available, if she's better than most of the men, yeah, give it to her. But I just don't think, I just don't think that she was that great. Well, I think that um, you can definitely say that for sure that she wasn't the best. But at the same time, I think the significance is there because she made the team. Out of all the other kickers, it wasn't just like we're just going to choose you. Uh, the kicker was hurt, by the way. And I'm not, I'm not trying to deny, but it. <laughs> she was, she was a soccer player. She was a Vanderbilt soccer player, and the reason why they got her was because the kicker was hurt or suspended or something like that. It wasn't like she got. Well, she was the next best available option. And yeah. Sometimes you do what you got to do, and she accepted it, and she did it. Now, yeah. Do I think she's going to make it to the NFL? No. No. But can I give her props for it? Yes, because I will – we will see. I don't ever imagine women playing a lot of positions in football, but kickers can be one of them. Uh, maybe like long snapper or something, but we'll see because – They still got to block. Yeah, there's some big women out there who could <laughs> probably block, but – <laughs> I think that, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's funny and it's goofy until like one of them comes along. Like, for example, like for tennis, it was like, oh, women can't play. And then like women tennis players are way more popular. than I know like maybe one it's male like tennis player down out there. Yeah, we got like we're about to get arrested. From the <laughs> sirens out there. Sorry. But like Serena Williams, like broke that like barrier, not <laughs> only for like women, <laughs> yeah. but African-American women. And she's one of the best. So like. You have to have a starting point, yeah. a, a, a point where someone breaks the barrier, and then it becomes an entry. But point. here's the thing, fellas, and I'm not. And here's the thing, and I'm and I'm going to get canceled for this too. But if we're talking about Serena Williams, do we take a Burger King stance on this? No. <laughs> so I couldn't pass that joke up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Serena Williams is the best women's tennis player of all time. Yeah. But I would not argue that she would be the best tennis player of all time. And the reason why is because, and I'm not saying that she couldn't, but I'm pretty sure that they, like, Serena played this one guy who was, like, ranked, like, 167 in the world, and he beat her ass. Like, just demolished her. And so it's uh, it's hard for me to say that, and I'm not, and I'm gonna get canceled for this for sure. Yeah, you're done, bro. But those guys are coming to get you. Yeah, hurt. But I can't I can't sit here and say that she's the best. Can you please stop chewing ice? We hear it on the podcast. I didn't even realize that was happening. It's a bad habit. I think that you sorry. you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there is a argument to be made. Yes. We're not going to get into the science or what people think. But I'll say this. Being the best at a sport doesn't always have to be you're the most talented in everything in what you do. People still think Larry Bird and Magic Johnson are some of the best basketball players to ever live. Do they have like Wade? (laughs) So, you know, you can say LeBron's better, but. I don't think anyone would ever say that like her importance and her significance outweighs that. Muhammad Ali lost fights before. He got knocked out, he came back, and he wasn't like he was like everyone calls him the greatest because the story around him is so momentous. 
mm-hmm. and so important and so impactful in like what he did to boxing, what he did to the sports world. Where yes, you could technically say, well, technically this guy who never lost is better. So yes, would I argue that she's like the best tennis player of all time in pure skill? No, but what she stood for, what she delivered, what she proved, what she defied, what she like made women across the world go, I can be better than anyone else. I think that's why she's like one of the best. Because even then, like, do I think that like, you know, Ronda Rousey is the greatest female boxer of all time? No, because, you know, she had this fall from grace. But at the same time, like her significance and her importance matters because Michael Jordan might not have like the best stats across the board. He does in a lot of stuff. But the story around him winning three, coming back, and then doing it again will never be topped potentially in sports. And I think that's what makes someone the best. Sounds nice. Hell yeah. I don't know how to debate that. Two truths and a lie now? Two truths and a lie. So, um, since we were talking about Dak, I was going to do I'm it then. I'm also doing two truths and a lie next week. Just letting you know. You're you're the one creating it? Yes, it's going to be about baseball. Oh, and the most wild stories I can find. Heard. Um, all right. So two truths and a lie. This is this is contract edition. So these are the crazy contract stipulations that that we've ever seen. All right. Here we go. Numero uno. Get both of you on. I'm listening. Phone. I'm listening. Sorry. I, important text. So two truths and a lie. Contract contract edition. Nobody checks those. Manny Ramirez, in 2017, upon signing with a team in Japan, had a guarantee put in his contract for unlimited sushi. So, I'll say I that again. That because Manny, Manny Ramirez, Ramirez, in 2017, upon signing a contract with a team in Japan, got a clause in his contract that said he would get unlimited sushi. That's believable. I would do that if I got a contract in Japan. Here, this is the only broadcaster one on this list. And we got to go with none other than Tony Romo. Tony Romo, upon signing his 2020 deal with CBS, got a deal where it was a specific clause in the contract where they would give him a stipend for his horses. Believable. Believable. And then the last one of the first round Ichiro, in 2007, when he signed with the Seattle Mariners, got a $40,000 housing bonus. Or housing allowance, I'm sorry. What? So, Manny Ramirez, in 2017, upon signing with some team in Japan, I didn't look up the specific name, had a guarantee for unlimited sushi. I, I don't know. I don't know. They can't hear. have been going on for like 10 minutes. And then the second one, Tony Romo, upon signing his deal in 2020 with CBS had a specific clause in his contract which said that he would get a specific stipend for his horses and then number three Ichiro in 2007 when he re-signed with the Seattle Mariners got a $40,000 housing allowance I'll let you go first I think Tony is the lie I'm going Ichiro Tony is the lie Um, finally I won one what actually happened that the horses thing was the correct thing, but it happened with Rodnan or Rodnan Odor, the guy who punched Jose Batista. Oh, yeah. Um. He he got that stipend for for his horses. For the Rangers. <laughs> All right. Here we go. 
Second round. So, Avery, you are winning 1-0. Connor, you suck. So, <laughs> right now, <laughs> Raleigh Fingers in 1972 once got a $300 mustache bonus for wearing his mustache on F- Father's Father's Day. That's I awesome. I don't know why. I love is. mustaches. All right, number two. Roy Oswalt, upon winning a game in the NLCS, was given a $200,000 tractor by his manager. And then number three, Terrell Owens in 2007 got it written in his contract that the Eagles would give him $1,000 food stipend for his three closest friends. Apparently there's a fire outside. I hope it's not my car. Go ahead. Uh, Say it one more time for me. It is kind of – it is kind of – I don't know what's going on. We're just recording a podcast. Our street's on fire. <laughs> the butt thing's on fire. Dedication yeah. to the craft. So, Raleigh Fingers in t- 19... gnarly. I, I knew I smelled something. Raleigh Fingers in 1972 got a $300 mustache bonus for wearing his mustache on Father's Day. Seems real. Roy Oswalt, upon winning a game in the NLCS, was given a $200,000 tractor bonus by his manager... And then number three, Terrell Owens in 2007 got it written in his contract that the Eagles would be given uh, – no, I'm sorry. That the Eagles would give a $1,000 food stipend to three of his closest friends. Car or gas station on fire, so it's not an um, I would hope it's the, no. uh, it's the uh, car before the gas station. Um, I would on. have to say that the – I believe the ter- – I'm going to have to go the Terrell Owens one because that seems that seems crazy. Yeah. That's uh, the first one I've ever I'm heard you say tractor. where I go like absolutely insanity. You're going tractor? It was Terrell Owens. So now okay. it is tied up one to one. I would say that sounds you, so outrageous. You were gone. Terrell uh, – <laughs> the lie was. Terrell Owens in his 2007 contract got it written in his contract that the Eagles would give – Three of his closest friend a one thousand dollar food stipend. That's that sounds stupid. that sounds crazy. Sorry, I'm kind of concerned. This but, is the end of the podcast. Gas station across street on fire. All right, here we go with our. We're starting off with our boy Philip Rivers. He has seventeen children. Philip Rivers. <laughs> speaking of his children, Philip Rivers in his 2016 contract got it written in the contract that all seven of his children at the time would be. With him on the Chargers team plane. Yeah, I believe that. That's believable. Number two, Rick Miner, Mirror, something like that, in 1993 had a clause put in his contract that the Seahawks would have to pay him even if, quote-unquote, the world ended. (laughs) And then the last one. (laughs) Steve Large and stuff right there, baby. (laughs) And then the last one, Stephen Schwartz when signing with the Sutherland soccer team, was given a signing bonus, and his signing bonus was he was promised a ride on a spaceship. The second one's the lie. So, hold on. I'll, I'll say it again. Phil Rivers in 2016 got it written in his contract that all seven, so sorry. all seven of his kids at the time would be with him on the team's private plane. Rick Mirror, Miner, whatever it is, in 1993 had a clause put in his contract that the Seahawks had to pay him money even if, quote-unquote, the world ended. 
And then the last one, Steven Schwartz, when signing with the Sutherland football t- or the Sutherland soccer team, got a bonus, in which in that bonus he was promised a on, a promised a space. seat on a upcoming space flight. He chose the second. I gotta choose the third because. Watch it be the first. That'd be freaking crazy. Neither one of you are right. The Phil, Phil Rivers one is completely false. Bro, what? Rick Muir did get a clause that even if the world ended, he was going to get his but money. Philip, I thought for sure. I knew. I knew that if I put the Philip one in, it was going to be like, too believable. No, it's, it's just like, nah, that seems real. All right, boys. Dang, so the Chargers said, nah, your kid's got to ride. Shuttle. I don't think he asked. Oh, I don't think I. I Phillip, so Phillip I was sitting over. I was sitting it. over there and was like, "Let me just think of some random stuff to to put in the podcast." But all right, boys, we appreciate you listening. I know that went a little bit long. We'll give you I, an hopefully, on the yeah, hopefully station. we don't. Our apartment doesn't burn alive, burn with us alive in it. Yeah, you get it. All right, y'all. <laughs> y'all have a good rest of your week. We'll Bye. see you guys next week.